0: FYI, this podcast contains spoilers.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 127 of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. It's a b- 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 bonus flashback episode.
0: Bonus.
1: I thought you were gonna say boner. <laughs> oh. It's a boner suit. It is Dazzler. <laughs> shh, 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 we're not there yet. Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna do a uh, flashback of Wolverine Year Eleven, Part Two, Part Two, d- which is a little bit of a lie, but we have some. Um, what? Well, I mean, it's not gonna take us quite through the end of his eleventh year. Uh. But, you know, we have some, some stuff coming up. That some s- very special episodes.
0: Oh, are they that kind of special? <laughs> yes. Now I'm bringing you a very special episode. Please watch with your family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, please listen with your family. All of them. Extended, too.
0: Yeah. Invite uncles, over.
1: grandpas, yeah. third cousins.
0: That weird cousin that you never invite
1: anywhere?
0: (laughs) Yep. That one.
1: Call him over to have a podcast listening party. Get some chips and dip. Ooh. Can I have
0: some chips and dip?
1: (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I'm your host, Jason. Slow clap Venable. Slow clap Venable. And I'm joined once again by Denise Recovering Peepers Venable.
0: What? What? How do you get these names?
1: Right out of the comics.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: But I don't Why always talk I about them. Like so you a have to better read Better name. And that's the best. Okay. Plus, it, it applies to the issue that you'll uh, lead the discussion on.
0: Yay!
1: So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, two comics on this bonus bonus episode. The we boner have, episode. Yes, on our boner <laughs> episode, an extra special boner. That's family friendly, Georgie's right? Georgie's
0: going to love this episode.
1: He gets one every time he listens anyway, right? Right, Georgie?
0: I didn't think I needed to know that.
1: Oh, this is a need-to-know basis only, and you need to know. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about um, Uncanny X-Men 192 and Dazzler number 38. <laughs> hey, hey, save it. Oh, sorry. Bleh. <laughs> fyi this podcast contains spoilers <laughs> that sounds so familiar Hmm. can't quite place it
0: i don't know anyway uh what
1: it's do you say <laughs> what do you say we get to some comics huh
0: let's do it
1: all right here we go okay so first up we're gonna discuss the uncanny x-men number 192 Ooh. this of course is written by chris claremont with art by John Romina Jr. and Dan Green. With a special thanks to Steve Le Aloha. Um I'm assuming that means he probably filled in somewhere. but laid
0: low while he hawed? What? What is his name? And again?
1: all that you went through, you skipped <laughs> the part that obviously says, Aloha?
0: <laughs> I really should stop playing Candy Crush while we're doing the podcast.
1: Yes, you should. That should be against the rules. Um, I like to break the rules. Yes. In honor of Andrew, uh, Gwyneth Weenwine is the colorist. And uh, Tom Orjikowski is the letterer. And this is Fun and Games, starring the Uncanny X-Men. On the cover, we have a techno-organic puppet master. He looks crazy. And he's got Nightcrawler, Rogue in her hammer pants, and Colossus, and they're all being techno-organicized. What do you think of this cover? I think it's pretty cool.
0: I thought it was cool, except I didn't realize Rogue was Rogue. Because yeah. I think I even asked you who that was. Yeah, I think you did too. I didn't realize well, she went through the short haircut phase.
1: Well, she started off with short hair, and it also looks like it's pulled back. And then she's leaning back. Yeah. So it makes it even shorter. So you really just seeing like her hair line more than anything. It and then she's like in she's a new costume, which you're probably dance. not familiar with. Her mid-80s costume. Yeah. It does. She's doing some kind of MC Hammer thing. Yeah. Break it down. Or i or I'm a genie in the bottle, baby. You gotta rub me the right way. Which is my slogan. Rub me the right way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> on the head. On my bald, shiny head. Get your mind out of the gutter.
0: Rub the head. Rub <laughs> the head. Rub
1: it for luck. <laughs> it's better than Buddha's belly.
0: It is better than Buddha's now, sometimes belly. sometimes it
1: gets a little stubbly. Sorry. <laughs> Which I'm assuming is unlike Buddha's belly, but I don't know. I've never actually touched his actual belly. Maybe there was a little stubble on there, too. I have a happy trail. Who's <laughs> 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 the same Buddha, did it?
0: All right, let's, let's move on to the inside of the comic.
1: Okay, well, anyway, yeah, so I, I like the cover... Even though it has a couple of flaws. So we start off basically with an awesome title page.
0: We I really that, did love this title you page. You know that
1: cool thing uh, that John Byrne used to be so good at where the title is kind of in the picture, in the art. Yeah. And I really like it. Basically, it's Colossus lifting up this really heavy stone disc, I guess, with a handle. and It almost looks like a
0: manhole.
1: Yeah, but it's really thick. Yeah, it is Sorry. really thick. Anyway, the fun and games kind of makes the circle and it's in this fun, <laughs> fun font. But, um, anyway, so 192, here's what happens. Nightcrawler, Rogue, and Colossus are having a training session outside. A training exercise. Afterwards, sad Colossus <laughs> ooh, 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 <laughs> laments that Kenny is coming home and Nightcrawler offends Rogue. Meanwhile, Professor Hex's storm Wait at the airport for Kitty and Logan, where they discuss the growing anti-mutant sentiment. Rachel has a flash forward of her and Kitty trying to stop Nimrod, but she snaps back as Kitty and Logan arrive. Young Kitty remembers Rachel, parentheses, from days of future past, in parentheses, but that isn't supposed to happen. She's not supposed to have any memory of her time in the future. She was supposed to be knocked out. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Nightcrawler and Colossus, meanwhile, investigate an explosion where they find a techno-organic crater in the ground.
0: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Colossus conveniently reminds us of Warlock and his dad, that guy from New Mutants. And Rogue comes face-to-face with Magus. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. But he is Warlock's dad. Warlock is a techno-organic kid from the New Mutants. And uh, he wants to take over Rogue to go catch his son. But Colossus drops a chimney on him. Magus catches Colossus, but drops him out of pain when Nightcrawler teleports away his arm that Rogue had previously ripped off. Ow! Yeah. Rogue tries to absorb Magus, but it backfires, making Rogue circuital. Sir what? Circuital the My Morning Jacket album, but also made out of circuits. (laughs) Magus taunts the X-Men and disappears. And at some point he goes and brings three gifts to the baby Jesus, but that's a different story. (laughs) The rest of the X-Men return from the airport and uh, come to their aid, but the fight's over. A police officer shows up to investigate the crime scene, but Professor X Jedi Mind Tricks him into moving along. These are not the techno-organic droids you're looking for. <laughs> the X-Men can't find Magus, so they just go home. Uh, Magus, being left by the X-Men, kills the police officer and takes the form uh, to, to, so he can blend in better to go hunt down his son. Then months what later, Professor X gets jumped after a lecture at college by anti-mutant bigots. And a hobo drags away his broken body.
0: Well, do we know who actually drags away his body?
1: We know it's a hobo. It looks like a hobo. He's got hobo gloves. That doesn't
0: mean nothing. I got hobo gloves. This was before hipsters
1: started wearing them. (laughs) (laughs) This is when only actual hobos wore hobo gloves.
0: I don't like that you're profiling. Oh, sorry. And he drags them into an alley. Come on. So I could drag you into an alley.
1: Okay. Well, we'll find out on the next episode who it is. Okay. Um. So, talking about the title page, I like this Colossus uniform. We got a peek of it in the uh, Out of Order. <laughs> no, it was previously published. Um, it's not out of publishing order. But on uh, the Out of Order Alpha Flight and X Men miniseries, I got a sneak peek at this uniform. But um, I like it.
0: I like it too. I think I like it, it, fits it better his than character. his, like. weird thing
1: with the shoulder pointy shoulder pads and the only covers up his nipples and then goes down and covers up his his mankini (laughs) what it is it's a mankini
0: no it's like a hulk hogan
1: no it's not a it doesn't have it's not a tank top it's not an overly tight tank top
0: no like
1: hulk v down and only covered up his belly button and his nipples
0: yeah, that's what Hulk Hogan had for the longest time until right. he went to the tank top.
1: No, I'm he gonna had Google a ripped-off t Wrestlers used to wear he that. He ripped his shirt off and it ripped and he showed off his bulging pecs. I'm going to find a picture. So that you didn't look at his uh, receding hairline. <laughs> Brother! All right, while well, you look for that, I'm also going to talk about this. Uh, so
0: I know I've seen a wrestler that wore something like that.
1: Yeah. So on page four, I love the panel of Nightcrawler howling with laughter. Yes. It's a really cool panel. Page five, Nightcrawler, the tickle monster.
0: What <laughs> just, is up with as that? As he gets
1: slightly pervy with Rogue.
0: <laughs> That's bizarre. He's just flirting. Do you know that tickling is the gateway to abuse?
1: Is it now? Yes. <laughs> well, then I don't tickle our son <laughs> all the time. But he loves it, so it's okay. And I'll quit when he's older. (laughs) Uh, what do you think of Rogue's new Rogue gets a new costume too? I don't like it. I like the black sleeves. Or the the really dark green sleeves, I guess they are. But um yeah. The weird like shirt vest is kinda kinda strange. But it's okay. It's better than what she had before. Wow,
0: never Google Hulk Hogan. Ever. The most bizarre photos. (laughs)
1: <laughs> on uh page nine we get an update when on kitty pride's age she's barely 15 yeah keep that in mind as we keep reading stories of inappropriate actions
0: <laughs> yeah um, she's not drawn like she's 15 either
1: never yeah so on page 11 we find out that kitty or older kitty i guess kate sent phoenix back with a code word and that code word is dark phoenix and it made her go back in time and kind of forget who she was so she's kind of getting memories back oh no that's not true she has memory a general memory but she's still having memories kind of straggle in, as we saw in this flash forward what do you think of her hound costume it's a little uh s&m but other than that i thought it was cool
0: kind of remind me of like slightly ninja yeah Yeah, it's it's a
1: spiky ninja yeah I got to say, I'm partial to the uh, the Rachel facial markings. Really? I kind of wish she had that all the time.
0: Yeah. I wish she didn't have as many.
1: Okay. So, meet us in the middle, Marvel. There you go. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that page 14 was a pretty cool page. Got a Magus, like, off to the side, kind of panelless, And the panels come, kind of come down beside them. And plus Rogue just looks really cool. She's busting through walls and we get like a peek down a multi-layered staircase. And then her like ripping Magus's arm off. Just thought it was a cool page.
0: I like how the the chimney falls.
1: Yes, on the next page. It's yeah. pretty great. I hate Rogue calling Nightcrawler 90. That's
0: <laughs> the most horrid thing ever. I didn't ever. even catch
1: it the first time. I thought she was just saying, I thought it was like some weird southern phrase. I was gonna ask you about like 90 ninety nine. You gotta do something about that brimstone stitch every time you pour it. Like I see, see, her like putting her hand, the back of her hand on her forehead. Hey, like we southerners southern have
0: some like weird words, but that one is not one of them.
1: 90 <laughs> ninety nine. My goodness, gracious. Now we'll
0: say my grandmother used to always tell me when I was about Ethan's age. Well, see, because my mom, you need would to go say, get in your natty. What?
1: tucking in your ninety. <laughs> no.
0: You need to get into your ninety.
1: Oh, well yeah, that's actually a nightgown. Right. Right. Now sometimes my mom would say growing up, she would say, Good night or my grandma would say, Good night, nurse. So I thought maybe this was a play on that. But no, she says it again later when she's obviously addressing Nightcrawler. Yeah. And she's calling him Nighty. Worst name ever. That's worse than Maggie or calling Magnino Maggie.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, on page 8. And, and I didn't realize uh, they were that close that she could call him Nighty.
1: Well, she's she's getting some tenure on the team. So she's trying to fit in. Then a few pages later, Nightcrawler gets bossy. Um, basically, says, I lead the X-Men. That means you do as I say. Remember that when we talk about the okay, next Nighty. <laughs> yeah, whatever you say, Nighty. Nighty, Night. <laughs> oh. On page 19, uh, Nightcrawler tells Wolverine that he should lead the X Men. It's kind mm. of a, another kind of like, hey, wouldn't Wolverine be a good leader? And Wolverine says, nope, not me. I'm crazy. <laughs> and this time he says, ain't my style. Anything else you want to talk about on this one?
0: Now I am curious who, uh, who's dragging the professor uh. and what is he going to do to him?
1: You'll have to wait until the next e- flashback episode. Flashback episode. But it comes is
0: a out. man's hand.
1: Yeah, it's a hobo man's hand.
0: It's not a hobo man. <laughs> Stop profiling.
1: He has hobo gloves and his sleeves are too short. <laughs> they don't fit.
0: Okay, he does have hobo gloves. Mm-hmm. And he could just be doing that 80s, you know, jacket thing where they pull him up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs>
1: so is Don Johnson. Okay. Yeah. It's either a hobo or Don Johnson.
0: Yeah. And he's obviously not that strong because he has to drag the professor.
1: Well, yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to pick him up?
0: Yeah. If he was Wolverine and shoulder? strong. Yeah, that's true.
1: He would. Yeah.
0: I'm using my power to uh, deduction. There was a poor
1: bloody Christmas card laying on the ground in the last panel. Goodwill um, towards men. Yeah. Professor X was thinking how much his students loved him. And then he got mugged. Actually, someone threw a brick at his head. Yeah. Ouch. And, that's yeah. going to sting. Pretty brutal scene. I thought it was a pretty good scene. I mean, not good, like, the behavior is good, but it was it was a pretty powerful scene. Because Professor X is, like, trying to calm him down all mentally, but he doesn't have all, he can't catch There's everybody's There's too many brain, of them. And then someone on the outside throws a brick at his head.
0: Yeah, and being that it's around Christmas time, it does make it even more powerful.
1: Yeah, yeah, peace on earth, goodwill towards men is what the card says, and obviously Professor X is not getting any of that. No. These mutant haters muti haters yeah all right so uh, what do you think of the art that was pretty good yeah
0: there are certain things i didn't dig but that it was just personal preference for the character
1: okay by uh, some of the designs or whatnot. yeah
0: yeah right. but overall i enjoyed
1: the art yeah that was pretty good i wrote my notes very nice very nice so the story is not bad um I like the idea of an alien like coming down to Earth to collect his wayward son. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I even kind of like the techno-organic alien. I forgot they don't all sound as annoying as Warlock, who I hate. So I forget that these these techno-organic aliens don't all talk like, hmm, self- love, hate you, uh, self, self, myself, like, warlock i hate the way War- warlock so talks. warlock
0: sounds like yoda on steroids? no no no
1: i should have done a robotic voice but he always says like self find self soul self do this like he refers to himself as self all the time it's really stupid and really annoying
0: i used to have a design professor that talked to himself in the third person all well, the time Yeah, but it's not
1: like this is bob dole's favorite chair
0: like <laughs> no he did though he would come into class and he'd be like, how's everybody doing? Mr. Bow is doing just <laughs> fine. <laughs> and then we found out he'd like, because he was a short little man. He was in the, what is it? Not the heavyweights, but the underweights. What are those called?
1: What are you talking about?
0: You have like the heavyweight fighters.
1: Okay. Then you have like featherweights. I don't, I can be wrong. I'm not a big fighting fan. I don't think there's a category called underweight.
0: Well, anyway, he just talked about how short he was, okay. that he could get into this one special league. And so that's how so he was he, like
1: Puck from Alpha Flight.
0: That's how he paid for college was he got into. Wow,
1: he fought his way through school. That's yeah. pretty badass. And he can so, talk however he wants.
0: He, and let's just put it this way. I felt like the Jolly Green Giant standing next to him. <laughs> and I'm only 5'2". Yes, yes, you are. But he would come in and he'd be like, you got a problem, dear? Tell Mr. Bauer all about it. <laughs> he always talked to himself in third person i can
1: handle third person i can't handle self
0: no he never said that but everything instead of
1: going tell me about well, it no one ever said that chris claremont made that up for the yeah. stupid character and i honestly don't remember if this story gets resolved in uncanny or over in new mutants so uh, andrew want to help us out uh tweet at us or email us let us know It's interesting to the story that there's more anti-mutant sentiment. We kind of see that growing in the background in the subplot. And uh, I thought there were some good character moments. What did you think of the story?
0: I liked it overall. I don't do very many flashbacks, so I kind of have to base, when I do do the flashbacks, I can't base them off of a continuous storyline. I have to base them off of the one individual.
1: Aren't you listening to all the flashback episodes? I'm behind. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. My wife doesn't love me.
0: I'm sorry. I listen to them all the time at work.
1: Self records these podcasts for yourself and you do not listen to self's podcast. <sighs> Someone cancel me.
0: <laughs> I'm my head hitting the microphone. <laughs> all right. Well, what do you want Wait, to... Wait, oh. let's back this up. Okay. A, I do listen to our it podcast. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, we're, we're resolving this right now. <laughs> I do listen... However, when you're listening and you're trying to work and you can't follow along in the comic book itself, it does become a little difficult. <laughs> it becomes a little difficult. And on top Myself of that Myself loves yourself. When I'm in a zone, I have to stop the it, podcast.
1: It's it fine, it doesn't matter.
0: Let me finish. I have to stop the podcast. <laughs> I'm keep interrupting you. No. I have to stop the podcast because I all of a sudden realize that I've zoned out because I'm busy working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: earning that paycheck
1: <laughs> bringing home the bacon
0: that's right
1: or your half of the bacon anyway i don't yeah. know if you want to go why isn't he working i'm working
0: <laughs> he brings home half the bacon i bring yeah. home the other half yes the meatier half
1: <laughs> mine's fattier
0: <laughs> mine's lean and maybe
1: mine's just turkey bacon <laughs> i don't know
0: all right anyway i thought it was great <laughs> we
1: digress So when do you want to grade Uncanny X-Men 192?
0: I'm going to give it 5 out of 6.
1: Wow, you went higher than me. I'm going to give it 4 out of 6 claws. Really? Yeah, I thought it was good, but yeah, was just a nice, good, solid issue. All right, moving on. Okay, next up we have Dazzler (coughs) 38. We have a Wolverine guest appearance. Dazzler versus the X-Men. This is challenge.
0: Script is Archie Goodwin. Pencils is Paul Chadwick Inks is Jackson Geis Letters is Jim Novak And the colors are Petra
1: Scotties. Scotties. Yeah, And Jackson Geiss, If you remember from the uh, X-Men and Micronauts Miniseries, Flashback episode We did, this is uh, the same guy As Butch Geis Just, There was a period in the mid 80's where he went by His real name, which is Jackson And this is okay. one of those one of those issues so, um, is Butch
0: like a nickname?
1: Yeah, Butch is like his nickname. Oh, okay. That he, that he used professionally as well, most of the time. Well, I don't, I don't know which he use more. I'm more familiar with him as Butch, but I haven't done an issue by issue count. So, I don't know. But anyway, um, and he also does the cover. What's on the cover?
0: So, on the cover, we have Wolverine and Colossus with Dazzler's Finger. Yep,
1: they're being dazzled. Yes. Not bedazzled. No. Just dazzled.
0: Just dazzled. There's a bright yellow background. Wolverine is lunging. Colossus is behind him. Um,
1: you have circles of light coming off of dazzler's fingertip.
0: Yes, you have a weird pinky that looks like it's out of place or That's broken.
1: Th- oh, that one? Yeah. Yeah, it does look really long. It looks or, like a broken, like...
0: You would never, like... See? Well, I don't know. What? That? No. No, I'm sorry
1: yeah that looks like my hand
0: yeah but it's it should have stopped right here hold your finger up. not comfortable
1: (laughs) by the way for the listening audience at home we're trying to hold our hand like dazzler from this cover
0: and i I I say say
1: that the pinky looked wrong to me until i made my hand and then it kind of looked okay
0: i say the pinky looks wrong i made the hand the pinky still looks wrong
1: yes you have tiny fingers My fingers
0: are almost as long as yours.
1: I have tiny fingers.
0: I have long fingers. My finger should do that, and it doesn't do that.
1: Okay, well, other than the pinky, what do you think of the cover?
0: I actually kind of like it.
1: I like it a lot, actually. It's definitely by far the best part of this issue.
0: It's the only best part of this issue. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. All right, right,
1: so what happens to number 38?
0: So, Dazzler,
1: No, just kidding. This. Oh, wait, wait. By the way, on the cover it says, Beginning a brilliant new era of excitement for the shining superstar that'll last four issues until she gets canceled. <laughs> we're, we're at the beginning of the end, folks.
0: She wasn't that bright. Ba-dum-tsh. Her future wasn't so bright. She didn't need shades. No shades needed. So we start in the toughest bar in San Francisco. <laughs> Or Dewey, since everyone runs out when they see Max. I mean, a large wolf.
1: A large wolf. Oh, and not the wolf from the uh, Tex Avery cartoons. It wasn't a wolf that walked into the bar and saw a hot barmaid and went, oh, sing it, sing it. No. <laughs> no, it's a regular eat your baby dingo wolf. <laughs>
0: Uh, Then we see our...
1: uh, I saw something on Twitter. I'm sure everybody that tries to be funny has tweeted this, but uh, it was... um, Someday, somewhere, there was a baby that ate a dingo. (laughs) It tickled me. Much like Nightcrawler tickling Rogue in our last segment. With his three fingers. I bet he gets good tickle power with his T-Rex Oh, he
0: would... He'd be an awesome masseuse.
1: Yeah, those big, fat fingers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway... Uh, moving on. Moving on.
1: Tough bar, got it.
0: Right. Then we see our bounty hunter Oz chase and wrangle up Wesley or West Long, old school style with a rope. Oh, and an even longer monologue of how he, <laughs> of how he sawed off his shotgun because you know that's the most important part, of bounty hunting.
1: Oh yeah, sawed off shotgun.
0: So our dog and <laughs> bounty hunter, you
1: get it? Oh, dog the bounty hunter.
0: <laughs> yeah takes Wes in, but not before he gets a call for another big hunt. Pete and Logan are in San Diego soaking up some vacation time before they hunt Dazzler. Dazzler stole her looks from Jane Fonda and (laughs) is.
1: Yes, I think this is the debut of her new costume.
0: Yes, and she's defining her time from concert time, and she passes off her manager, and he asks his goon to tickle or to... (laughs)
1: More tickling.
0: Yeah, to tickle Dazzler to death. (laughs) That's what I wrote. But Dazzler kicks both their asses, uh, and she runs into Wolverine and Colossus. We find out in a flashback that Dazzler asked to be with the X-Men, but Wolverine had doubts. So Dazzler challenged him to a real-life challenge. (laughs) (laughs)
1: The title of this chapter is Challenge.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to use it as many times as I can. Go for it. And so basically, this is the reality TV. All the fighting, the name-calling, the costume changes you could want. They take the fight outside where each person seems to have the upper hand. But Dazzler wins with the help of Cyclops calling her winner.
1: <laughs> Winning.
0: Winning. Epic. And Colossus wimps out. Uh, Then we find out that Dog the Bounty Hunter is being paid to go after Dazzler and the guy paying him has a severe melting problem.
1: I wrote bubblegum hand.
0: Yeah, that's a good name for it.
1: Yeah. So we see Wolverine on the beach. What the hell is he wearing? Parachute pants. Yeah, and a purple stripy shirt. Hammer time! Wolverine was never in a... When it would have been new kids. It's like a new kid on the block outfit, or one of Marky Mark's dancers. Wolverine was not in the funky bunch. Thank you very much.
0: Colossus got some short uh, swim trunks.
1: Yeah, he does, showing off those athletic thighs.
0: If his uh, leg was two inches to the other way, <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you sad you don't see Colossus's metal bulge?
0: Well, right now it doesn't look like he has anything.
1: And we have a Wolverine music critic. <laughs> Smashes the Walkman as yeah, he snicks the Walkman. But to be fair, I want to snick the radio every time I hear Miley Cyrus, too.
0: Can I also point out that Wolverine has weird metal?
1: They're colored strangely, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see.
0: Yeah, see, doesn't he look like he's trying to tickle her to death? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, he does. Come here, I'm going to tickle you. <laughs>
0: That's the face I make when I'm playing with our nieces and nephews.
1: Right, yeah. It actually, it looks like he's either going to tickle you or have diarrhea. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. <laughs> so then on page eight, we get our slow clap after Dazzler takes out the guys in the uh, gold's gym.
0: Oh, I didn't realize it was a slow clap. I thought it was more like...
1: Oh, I don't know. In my head, it's a slow clap and it's Wolverine. Then we get a, a weird snicked... They look like devil horns. Yeah, they're nice and super curvy. Uh, not my favorite Wolverine claws when they're curvy. But Wolverine, with the snitch, we get Wolverine's taglines. His name is Wolverine, and he is the best at what he does. Even among his peers, mutant superheroes known as the X-Men, few can match him at fighting and winning. Oh, man. Um, I also wrote down that Dazzler, or I'm sorry, that Wolverine likes Dazzler about as much as I do. Yeah. I thought he had it. So what do you think of his point? His point is that Dazzler was with the X-Men and she ran off because she wanted to have a music career. And now that she got outed as a mutant, she came running back to the X-Mansion. Wolverine's like, this ain't a part-time job, babe.
0: No, I agree. I think Wolverine was completely...
1: I don't know I don't know that he's wrong. I'm not sure if saying, well, no second chance. I, I don't know. I thought it was a little hardcore. It is Even hardcore, but
0: at the same time, I think what his fear is, is, well, you ran off to have your music career. The next time someone decides to make a mixtape of you, right, you're yeah. going to run off, off again. again.
1: Right. Or maybe, let's say we do some good work and mutants are not as hated. Then are you going to be go gonna become the new reality TV star? Like, right. my neighbor's a mutant, or whatever.
0: The real mutant housewives of... Yes,
1: of Dazworth County. Yeah. Um, but, it's especially untrue to me a little bit because Wolverine is the one who told Nightcrawler uh, not to hide his appearance. So when he blames Dazzler for bringing attention to mutants, that doesn't sound like Wolverine to me. Like, it seems like no. something he wouldn't, wouldn't really care about. Like, hey, we're mutants, here we are, deal with it.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's one thing to say, hey, don't hide yourself when you walk down the street, then I'm going to put myself on TV for the world to see, and then I'm going to act poorly and give <laughs> mutants a bad name.
1: Um, but did she? I mean, she was just a pop star. I mean, I don't know if she did.
0: Miley Cyrus is just a pop star. She's Dazzler in
1: disguise. She's Dazzler in disguise. I like them about equally. Um, On page 13, we get some really nice Wolverine panels where Dazzler's in. What is she wearing? Like gold conquistador? Contist- yeah. yeah. It's a horrible outfit. Yeah. Then, page 15, the reveal of the new mid 80s Dazzler costume. I hate this costume. <laughs> I don't know how. I thought it was
0: better than the conquistador costume.
1: Well, yes, it's better than gold robot armor. But I don't know how they took the stupid disco ball necklace costume and made this worse. <laughs> like, it makes no sense to me. Oops. <laughs> She's got a stupid headband. She has. One arm, the sleeve goes down to her elbow, and the other arm, the sleeve starts at the elbow. It's like she had one sleeve and had to split it between two arms. Hey, Your mom is so, so poor. <laughs> yeah, light powers only go so far at Michael's MJ Design. Well,
0: it says that the suit harnesses her light power so she can control it better. So maybe that's stupid. <laughs> so maybe she's off balance.
1: That's uh, ridiculous. She looks. Re- ridiculous i don't like it and this one lasts a while i think too maybe not the headband and the sleeves with this whole blue with her captain marvel insignia on her chest but yeah i hate the stupid costume all right anything else on this issue yeah no so i think all right so basically the idea was that when dazzler leaves wolverine's still objecting and dazzler's like let me prove i can take you all right, and you name the place and the time. And so she says, no, it'll be random. Just come find me sometime. And so they do, and then Professor X gives Cyclops a heads up. He was a surprise. I knew they were yeah, the I Colossus know. was like, oh, are you back to meet the X-Men? Nope. <laughs> I just popped in.
0: I I also don't like that the only way Dazzler won was because someone came in and interfered.
1: Yes, a Cyclops ex machina. Yeah. Um,
0: I I didn't like that. I would have preferred that they either said, yeah, it's a stalemate.
1: No, I'm not... No. So I think the test is not a terrible idea. This like The surprise test, that's a decent little plot point. Yeah. But trying to power Dazzler up so as to take out Wolverine and Colossus is complete bunk. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I I don't care if it is her book. It, It just... It doesn't work. Let her take out, like... Um... I don't
0: know. Who could she take out?
1: Who are two people the X-Men could send that she could take out? Um, Let's say nobody.
0: Iceman? Is he around?
1: No. She couldn't take out Iceman. Even with her new little light laser finger guns. I don't care. I just, I I don't like Dazzler. All right. So what are you going to grade it? I'm going to grade Dazzler 38, uh, two out of six claws. I will also grade Dazzler two out of six. All right. Well, that's uh, our Wolverine guest appearance for the year, or for this half of the year. Hey, let's wrap up. All right, so that's going to do it for this bonus flashback episode. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Just a little kind of sidebar for Wolverine Year 11 Part 2. I don't know what will be next episode-wise. Our next flashback episode will celebrate the 100th issue of the Giant Size X-Men team. So that'll be fun and pretty cool, pretty big deal. And then um, after that, it'll be Secret Wars 2. So, some cool stuff. And I got another little bonus episode. I'm gonna throw in there. That I think will hopefully be a treat for you guys. I think it will be for me anyway. And hey, it's my show. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's this episode. So hope you enjoyed it. And um, until next time, hugs and snicks. Oh no! Wait, no! What? Hold the phone! Record scratch. <laughs> It sounded nothing like a retro, record sounded scratch. like a fart. Well, it was. Um, <laughs> I just held the mic up to my butt. I'm going to rip, tater chip. Um, yeah, some plugs. <laughs> uh, if you want to leave an iTunes review to help spread word on the show, you can like the Facebook page. Under no circumstance should you ever email Snipcast at yahoo.com. Twitter is at snickcast. Show notes is snickcast.podbean.com. Okay, now you can go. Class dismissed. Hugs and snakes. Bye. Bye.